Welcome to the Thrive at Work podcast. In this podcast, we discuss strategies, tools, and tactics to help you find more meaning, more success, and more fulfillment at work. Now, who doesn't want that? So here's your host, Nancy Kabara. Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode number four of the Thrive at Work podcast. Now, today we're talking about how to execute a career pivot. I'll be sharing with you my seven-step process for executing a successful career transition, and this specifically with confidence and without stress. Okay, so the question is, why are we talking about this now? Why now? Why in this season? Well, the pandemic has a lot to do with it, I must say. People have been laid off or reduced or have had re- their hours reduced. And so it's become a time and an opportunity to just reflect and reset. You know, I've had people say to me that, you know, questions like, I can't figure out what my next career move should be. And, and asking me, can you help me, Nancy? Or, or even saying things like, I want, I want to do something different, but I don't know what it should be. Or I wish I was confident enough to just stop doing what I'm doing now and do this other thing that I've always dreamt of doing, but, you know, haven't had the guts to do. So lots of questions like this have been coming through in the last few months. My clients have been asking and we've been working through those questions and getting to um, some answers. So I thought today what I could do is share my seven-step process. Now, this is really good for you if you've been contemplating a career pivot or, you know what, if you know somebody who has been contemplating a pivot and doesn't know what to do, please share this podcast with them. Tell them to come and listen to the seven steps because you know what? Those seven steps will enable you to, one... Find out what your true aspirations are, you know, what your true passion. Sometimes people say they don't know what they want to do next. So this will help you. The seven steps will help you find out what this true aspiration is. It will, They'll also help you hone in on the type of work that you will find fulfilling. You'll also develop a strategy to implement your career pivot. On all of this with minimum stress and maximum confidence. That's my promise to you. Okay, so let's get let's go over those seven steps. Um, so I'll just go through them. Um, you'll find that some of them have got deeper work. You know, there's lots that we can talk about. But right now, I just want to give you a taste of what those seven steps are. You can actually go away and, and start doing these seven steps for yourself. Um, you can reach out and I can help you with them. Uh, but it takes time. So spend the time, especially the first few steps, because those are the defining steps. Okay, so step number one. Step number one is to get focused on getting to know yourself. Yes, I'm talking about getting to really, really know yourself truly and deeply. So in this step, we ask questions that uncover who you are. You know, you describe yourself. How do you describe yourself? How do you see yourself? You start to articulate your value at work and even in life, uh, your value in life in general. So you start to talk about what you care about. And I talk you through it. I guide you through this process. 
you start to uncover what you really and truly and deeply care about. And in this step two, you get clear on what your gifts and talents and strengths, what your style and your preferences are, and what you really enjoy doing. I think this step is so important because it brings out what comes naturally to you and also shows you what does not, you know, the things that you struggle with. Um, You also look at things that you can tolerate and things that, you know, that you're willing to tolerate and things that you're just not willing to do. So a very good question to ask yourself is, in this stage is, what would you spend all day doing and not get bored, tired, restless, you would not procrastinate or lose motivation. And again, this is in, in, in terms of your work, yeah? <laughs> yes, I, well, I'm not talking about watching Netflix all day or uh, or going to the spa. I'm talking about what would you do um, all day that would, would, um, would not get boring or tiring. The ultimate question is what do you truly want to contribute to the world? It might be to to art or to society, to technological advancements, to medicine or to your family? What is it that you want to contribute? So once we've gone through step one and we've really uncovered and gotten to know who you really are truly and deeply, we move to step two. Now step two is kind of a retrospective. It's docu- Step two is about documenting your career journey. Now in this step, you will list all your jobs. And what I find very useful is, you know, it might be LinkedIn, that's nice and updated, but I prefer to work on a resume, your latest resume. Um, You can have that handy for this step and it will just help you remember uh, the, the, your career journey. And once you've actually listed all the jobs, all the, all the work you've done, all the roles that you've had, during your career journey, we'll systematically go through the list of jobs. And for each one, yeah, for each one, you will list your achievements. That's the first thing. So for each one, what were your achievements? Then usually what I get my clients to do is then the next thing is to start to talk about what they enjoyed the most in the role, what they didn't enjoy very much, and what they absolutely <laughs> could not stand. You know, they had to do, but they couldn't stand doing it. So we, th- we then go to the next step, which is around the lessons. So because, you know, each in each career step or in each job or in each role, there are lessons that you, that you learn along the way. So the next step is, uh, is within step two, as you're documenting your career journey, then we look at each job and we ask, what are the lessons that you learned during those roles. So I teach you a really specific way of doing this so that you can tell the difference between knowledge that you've gathered in each of the jobs and each of the roles and the actual lessons that you learned. Then we, the next piece is to explore the reason you left each job or each role. This will help us understand the juicy insights from your journey. And once you've done this, you're now ready for step three. And this is the dreaming step. I love this step. This is the step where you look, you stop looking backwards 
and you start creating the future. So step three is about defining your new world. Now in this step, you will describe your new career and the world around it in detail. You will paint a picture. You will work on how you will feel when you're doing the, that new role, when you pivot your career, what you'll be seeing, what you'll be touching, what you'll be smelling, and what you'll be hearing, the sounds around you. You really step into that new um, career, new role, new job, new industry, and you start to really make it real. So, we'll, and then and once that you've created that picture and you really understand it, then we step aside. And what we do is we do a retrospective and we discover what steps got you to this new career. So we step back and say, all right, if I was to reach that new world, what are the steps that I would have done to actually get me there? So it's like, it's, um, you know, act as if. Yeah. So we'll, and we'll build this journey into milestones and these will form a plan later on. So at this point, invariably, your mind will start to resist the new and unfamiliar world that you have just created. So to counter this, in the next step, step number four, we start to tame your negative thoughts. Because I tell you what, they will come up. Imposter syndrome, self-sabotage, all those things will come up. And neuroscience has a way of explaining it, but I'll, I'll explain it very uh, at a very high level. The understanding is that the brain has this funny way of keeping us safe. And so when we introduce a new idea or a new thought, a new way of looking at yourself or something that you want to do, the brain quickly looks for evidence or familiarity, you know, that you've done this in the past and then it will tick and say, yep, okay, that's all right. It's not scary. It's not a scary thing. But if it doesn't find any evidence of, ha of you having been or done this thing in the past, it starts to resist. So the brain sends you down a spiral of negative thoughts. And neuroscience says that the brain does this to protect us from danger. <laughs> so in step number four, we have to uncover what those negative thoughts that are coming up for you are and how you, you're associating these negative thoughts with the new world that you're creating in steps uh, that you have created in step three. We, we have to find out what's stopping you or what you're perceiving as barriers to you moving into this new career, uh, to do this career pivot. We have to uncover that, that resistance and those patterns of behaviors that perhaps you tend to repeat and that tend to hold you back. And so once that we've uncovered that and we understand that, we then install a new way of thinking. And this new way of thinking bypasses the resistance to ensure that you have the tools and uh, um, to deal with resistance. So what we do in this stage is to make sure that you become confident in executing your career pivot. And the way you do this is by having the tools to make sure that you can tame your negative thoughts. So that's step four. And then step five, is I call it groundwork because this is where you kind of do the heavy lifting. It's the real world. You stop dreaming and you stop looking back and you actually get out there. 
And so because you're trying to do a career pivot and you're thinking of moving into a new, it might be into a new industry, into a new role, into, into business. So you have to start doing your research. And I, 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 at this stage, I say that my clients, you have to do some really deep research. So you've got to read books. You've got to read articles or journals. You've got to interview people in your chosen field. You've got to ask them questions just so that you can learn from them. And as you do that and have those conversations, you start to to see where that lands with you, whether, whether this career pivot is really what you want to do. Um, if you've got time, you can volunteer. I always say even just a few hours, it doesn't have to be a full day. If you can spend some time with somebody who's doing the this role already and you can observe them and what I call a day in the life of and you really get to understand what they um, what they do. It just gives you an opportunity to really you know, watch as a from the outside and really, or even you know, from the inside and try it out for yourself. Okay, so, so this this stage, this step, step five, is all about seeing if this new career pivot will suit you. And the purpose is to for is to find out really early what you like and what you don't like about this new um new area that you want to go into. Okay, now that you know that the career pivot that you desire will work for you, you're now ready to do step number six. And step number six I call plan the transition. Now, steps up in this step, you are going to plan how you're going to move into your new career. It's your actual career pivot. And but 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 it's the plan for your career pivot. So in this step, you decide I am going to pivot in either th- three months, six months, twelve months, eighteen months, two years, five years, whatever it is. I hope it's not five years, but I haven't worked with anyone who said they want to move in five years. But there are people who've got dreams of things they want to do in five, ten years. But what what I'm trying to say here is that you set a time frame for when you're going to make that transition. And because you've got a time frame, you then have to develop the key milestones. For example, moving from being an employee to being a business owner or stop working in corporate and start working in not-for-profit or like a, a recent client of mine, move from being an accountant to a financial planner. You know, quite similar but not the same. Um, the uh, another client of mine became from a merchandiser. She was a merchandiser, and now she's an art arts curator, and and so there are many many more that you might be um, career transitions that you might be considering. In this stage, it's so important to have an accountability partner, your coach or somebody that you trust that will be with you over that transition period, whether it's three months, six months, twelve months, or eighteen months. And so this is where you start to look for those opportunities. You start looking for jobs in your new your new field so that you can actually do that career pivot. You start setting up as a business owner if that's where you, you want to go. So, you know, registering your business and, and um, get, getting to network with other business people. So then you're now ready to finally do step number seven, <laughs> which I'm sure you can guess is to make the move. So now you let go of your old 
career and you do your career pivot, you move into your new world, you embrace your new world, and there you have it with success and the, with the least amount of stress possible. Now, these seven steps really, really work. The key is to be, um, I think, led on the way and to have an accountability partner, somebody who can work with you on, on these steps. Um, and as I said, if you want to do it by yourself, you can. You really can. It's just it's easier when you've got somebody holding your hand because of the times when you get knocked back or knocked down and um, just need that hand to pull you up. Now, if you're going to do this by yourself, please do step one and two very carefully. And so there you have it. Seven steps to help you make a successful career pivot without stress and with confidence. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and guess what? I'll see you in the next one. Cheerio, my friends. You've been listening to the Thrive at Work podcast with your host, Nancy Kabara. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. You can also leave a review, which will help the podcast reach and impact more people. Till next time.